y'all. Welcome to the Direct Examination Podcast Special Tiger King Edition. I'm Amber Fulmer. I'm Dane Phillips. And I'm Joseph Bias. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. When we had our last episode with uh, Chief Justice Costa Paconis, we said it was our season finale. We did not know that the world was going to go crazy. And we did not know. (laughs) Exactly. We did not know that. and I didn't mean to joke about the coronavirus because at the time, you know, it wasn't life or death. So I, right. anybody that listens to that a couple <clears throat> weeks later hates my gut. So I apologize. Right. I did not know. We'll, we have the disclaimer that we did not know how serious it was at the time. Um, obviously, if you're listening to this or if you're not listening to this, we hope that you stay safe mm-hmm. and healthy, that you're staying home, washing your hands, and we'll all uh, hopefully get through this um, the best way we can. Uh, but this is a special episode. Uh, we did not plan on doing this episode, but through social media and us texting each other, we figured we had to do this episode, if nothing else, and to have the outlet for our thoughts on the Tiger King show. But before we get into that, there's a big announcement on Amber's part. Amber, tell us your big news. Well, since I was last on the podcast, I'm no longer with the Moore Taylor Law Firm. I love them. They will always have a special place in my heart and I miss them. But as some of you may know, um, my the a partner that I work directly with was Vance Strickland and he was running for a Richland County judge seat, um, District 1 in the Richland County Family Court. It was formerly the seat of Dorothy Mobley Jones mm-hmm. and he won. So he um, is going to be your new Richland County Family Court judge. And I was approached by a friend of mine, Juette Dooley, um about coming in and working with her so I decided I was like you know I said I'd never oh goodness sorry I just got an update (laughs) I said I decided I would I said I'd never leave so long as Vance was here and the opportunity presented itself um and I'd made the leap and then a month later the world ended like two weeks (laughs) after I started but, but um, that's not an indication that was a bad move right no the move it the move itself has been great um Joette and I are the same personality. She's an excellent family court attorney. She does some criminal work. She does a lot of adoptions. Um, and her office is very close to my home, very close to Evie's daycare, should it reopen um, in the future. Right. And it's, but it's really nice to be closer to my house and to Lexington and closer with some of the people that I had practiced more frequently with in Lexington. Because I'm, I'm, most of my cases are in Lexington and Richland County. I will, I will go out to Kershaw. I've had some in Florence, Aiken, Fairfield, Lancaster, but a majority of your, if you're a domestic court, generally you're within this Midlands area. So in cool. Saluda, I've got some in Saluda. So no. Unless they got the cash, they got the cash, Kershaw, no problem. Yeah, <laughs> not so right now. <laughs> if, if somebody wants to reach you and wants to retain your services, how can they get in touch with you, Amber? Sure. You can call me at my new law office, uh, phone number and that is 803-929-7704 and that's the law offices of Juet Dooley or you can email me at amber at jdooleylaw.com. All right so we yep. got the plug out of the way. <laughs> now let's get into this. You are the best of, if you want the best family law attorney in the state. You know there you I'm go. Go to, go to Thank Amber. Thank you. That's, that's the last one just went on the bench. Oh <laughs> look at her. Well, that just means that this is your uh, territory now. You taking over. Um, all right. So Air to the throne. Once we, bef- 
let's set the table for this uh, Tiger King show. We'll start <laughs> with you, Dane. Dane, how did you get into the show? How did it get on your radar? Um, what was your story going into it? Before so, we I'm, in, I, I'm in a text group with a bunch of lawyers who, you know, let's just say the, the craziness that goes on in that text group, it's part of the outlet that we have. I, it's more counseling uh, of uh, horrible jokes by cruel lawyers. Sure. And so in, in that text group, uh, the Tiger King came up and it was, have you seen it? Uh, I had not seen it. And so I said one night, let me, let me try this thing out. And I was kind of early on. It hadn't, it hadn't popped yet. You know, it hadn't. Uh, like Dave's the early adopter. You know, well, you know. Go ahead. And so. <laughs> well, I saw it before you, right? So. Oh, definitely. Uh, oh, yeah. So there I was. I turned it on fairly late at night. And then it got to be like three in the morning. And I, I, was, <laughs> I, I was going back and forth between. All right, how much sleep do I need to function <laughs> versus trying to get as far as possible into the madness of this show? Uh, you know, because I, the closest thing I could relate it to was, you know, a couple months back, I watched the Don't F with Cats documentary on Netflix. That's next on my it list. Is, and it's equally insane. And I couldn't stop that one because although it's true, it's unbelievable. And you just can't stop it. Mm -hmm. You just I couldn't stop. And so that's how it became on my radar. Uh, somebody brought it up in the text group. And then, uh, you know, unfortunately, you know, say no to drugs because I was hooked. <laughs> Amber, what about you? I had seen it in my Facebook news feed. And I'm like, what are these people talking about? <laughs> so I go on Netflix last week and I'm like, I got to watch something because this news is just killing me. And it comes up and I'm like, oh, look, it's Joe Dirt with tigers. <laughs> and then, then I, I press play on the first episode and like five minutes in, I'm like, what is this about? Like, I still, I think three episodes in, I'm like, what are we getting at? Like, right. wait, you said murder, but there's drugs. And that one dude is talking about how he dismembered the DEA agent. <laughs> like, right, I'm right. Saying, He's the most sad in the documentary. Yeah. And then the, the, I think the biggest thing for me is I was like, oh, wait, this is in Oklahoma? This wasn't in Florida? Like, thank <laughs> yeah, God surprise, it wasn't surprise. in South Carolina. Like, well, I mean, we got, we're Doc, we got, we got Doc Antle and the one guy that, you know, would have committed the murder had he paid all the money from and, South and Carolina. So people are like, oh, my God. Hold on, Dane. Hit, I think you know the same I think, thing I do. I think it actually turns out. So the other villain, Jeff, he's from yes. South Carolina. And so is his, uh, whatever she is, his uh, baby mama. Oh, Lauren, the one that he was having the affair with. Allegedly. Yes. Allegedly. So uh, the, the Jeff fella is also a born and raised, you know, South Carolina spawned individual. Perfect. So, so that does not time. surprise me. Not so let's me. let's just put this out there. We, we are a statewide pod. We go nationally. Look, Jeff, Lauren. Um, Doc Antle, come on the pod. Come talk to us. <gasps> I'd know. love to talk to Doc. I, 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 I bet you would. All right. So, um, my <laughs> story, my story is is a little different. I don't really watch uh, Netflix documentaries. Who are you? Um, I, I know you? I'm the worst. I really have to be dragged into things 
So the reason that I watched the show was because of uh, um, the, the future misses. And she pulled me in and she was like, you have to watch this insane show that I've already watched two episodes of. Um, I was forced to watch the first two and then I was hooked to. Um, mm -hmm. So that's, that's, and, and then it became, do I have to wait for you to watch? Can I Netflix cheat on you by watching it behind your back? You know, Always. There was a lot did of- Did you Netflix cheat? I did not Netflix cheat. And I will say, I will say, to make myself seem like a great guy, you know, <laughs> she's in healthcare and is going through it right now. So I figured she had enough on her plate to not have to worry about me Netflix cheating on her. That um, is true. So I, I, I was very honorable and decided to do the right thing, although I was complaining. Always, always faithful. You're, you're <laughs> a, gentleman, a gentleman and a scholar. A gentleman and a scholar, that's right. All right, so nice. let's talk about the, the, well, let's just do it this way. Dane, off the top of your head, your favorite character, the person who stuck out the most from the Tiger King is who? And you can't go, I think you can't go off the obvious Joe, right? I mean, yeah, we'll leave Joe and Carol out. Oh, by the way, Dane, before you continue. So obviously we're going to be talking about this show. If you haven't seen it, there's going to be a lot of spoilers. So yeah. this is, this is a spoiler alert. If you haven't seen it, go watch the, the, the stupid show, the show that we kind of love to hate and exactly. then come back and listen to us. All right. Sorry, Dane. Not and I, Joe, not Carol. Who you got? And I forgot to look up their names right before, uh, you know, I jumped I on. Need to know. But, but I can easily describe him. Right. That's all you need. That's all you need. Yeah, that's it. Just don't say meth because then we really can't figure it out. <laughs> the head zookeeper <laughs> with no legs. He, nice. he was oh, endearing to me. The, the guy that was like, yeah. why didn't they call me to testify? Like, I offered, right. I but called the FBI. <laughs> <laughs> you know, every, so the other people, I think, always with the documentary, you know, people are playing to the camera, especially mm -hmm. Joe. Uh, but for, for some reason, I, he was endearing to me that I felt like he was he was he was spitting his truth. He was telling his testimony on, on as far as how, what he truly believed. So there was something about him. He wasn't the craziest by far, probably on the lowest at the bottom of the list. But there was something about him that I liked the guy. So for some reason, he would be my favorite. Uh, person despite John him not even, even I mean he's just not on the radar yeah. for crazy people but right. for some reason right. I, I like John right. yeah John Rinky. All right so Dane's pick favorite character person that stuck out John Rinky. Amber who you got? I really like and he did not make a ton of appearances but mm -hmm. he was the guy that um went in with Jeff at the very, very end. And his name, his name is Tim Stark. He was the yes! other one, like there with the monkey yes! the whole time. And he was like, and I went to Doc and was like, what the hell, how you got all them women trained? Like, I don't care about the animals. <laughs> I mean, he was just so blunt about everything. He was Tim like, the yes, radio show today. Like, I would listen to the Tim radio show. Hey, Tim, come on the podcast. <laughs> He's so chill. He's like leaned back in a bulldozer with a monkey crawling on him. Yes. And he's like, up yours. <laughs> and he just, right. He, I believe every word that he said. I'm like, I, yeah, because no one would say that stuff. So. I, yeah, Tim, Tim was legit. I, he, he was doing his interviews with the shirt off. He was just chill about it. It was nice. I enjoyed Tim. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. I, I had a lot of favorites, but, um, Saf, the 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 
the one-armed bandit who oh, you got so hurt too. She, I, she was my her. second favorite. Yeah, because that's I, ded, dedication right there. I, first Ooh. thing I I've read because I've done my research on um on SAF that SAF prefers the male gendered pronouns. So I'm going to use that. So uh, I, I will say that he is a down ass employee. To he where He's your ride or die. Ride or die, got the arm bitten off and was just like, yo, I'm going to go right back to work. Uh, again, came off as extremely believable. And in a documentary where everybody else had their own motives and stuff, it seemed like Saf just wanted to go work and hang out with tigers. And yeah. And at the very end, there's, he's just like, oh, look, here's a stray cat. Let me pet it. Like, yeah. Yeah. Just, I just and like animals. Way, and did the entire interview in a junkyard. Thank you, Dave. That's exactly a, what I was getting a, ready to say. In a they never chair. talk about it. They yeah. never talk about why he's in the junkyard, why Saf is uh, there. We heard all about the arm, but not about the junkyard. So now I need a sequel so I can hear it. Long chair in a junkyard. That's right. If you, had to right. List, if you had to list some of the best scenes out of that seven-part documentary, it's right when the arm gets ripped off. And Joe throws on that bomber uh, EMS jacket and goes yes. into the work. Yes. That by far ranks as one of the best scenes ever. I, 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 really I will never that. financially recover from this. That's how I felt when I got out of law school. With <laughs> and, and I mean, it's totally a meme now, but everybody in the gift shop just looking at him where he's like, ladies and gentlemen, you know, one of our staff members got their arm ripped off, and everybody's just like looking at this dude. And uh, yeah, that that was great. Dave, my favorite scene was so I forgot the name of the guy, but basically the snitch dude, the snitch mm -hmm. dude who looked like Chucky with the what? bad haircut, the, ch the Chucky, the Chucky Jeff guy, uh, right? Had the montage oh, with the jet ski. Not, not. Oh no, that's um, that's yes. oh god, hold on. I remember. Yeah, he was the... looking up his name. I'm but looking up his name. Dane, when I tell you, when they cut to that guy on the jet ski, <laughs> you, you realize that there was definitely a deal made where he said, the only reason I'm going to talk on camera is if you get me in sunglasses on, on the jet, jet ski. ski. That uh, had uh, to be I, the case because it had uh, nothing to do with anything. His life jacket was way too small. If you go back and look at it, it's child size. James Garretson. James Garretson. Shout out to James. And Garretson. and they filmed him in the strip club. Like he yes. was the one yes. in the strip club. So it's a hundred percent. He said that is the only way I'm gonna sign this contract to get on right. this thing. Exactly. I will sign the waiver only if you catch me <laughs> on my jet ski with the uh, sunglasses. So, so that was my favorite scene. Amber, what about yours? Do you think he picked the song choice? Maybe. So that was I Have the Tiger, right? I think it was. I think it was. I remember. And so I guess the other part is, what does he sell in his business? There's a lemur and a bunch of old random stuff on some shelves that are like half picked over. Yeah, they I never really that. got to that. Dane, you a, have to ask, buddy. He's a professional snitch slash drug dealer. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> the only I mean, rational answer to that to that question. That's that's hilarious. Uh Amber, what about you? I would that's probably my favorite, but can I <laughs> tell say my two like damn? How did how did that just happen? <laughs> um the first one is when the um 
husband number two, Travis, accidentally shoots himself and they catch it on camera. Right. And you um, see like the muzzle flash and I'm like, oh my God, did that just happen? Like, right. oh, and the poor little campaign manager, scarred for life, sat in there, saw the whole freaking thing. Like he's going, you can see him. He's like, oh. and then right. it like washes over him and he's like, Travis. That this is actually like, real? Yeah. Oh my God. Um, well, and that goes more into the like, oh my God, they filmed everything on this show. Did y'all, did y'all catch the transformation of that poor guy, the campaign manager? Oh God. Filmed over five years, you know, when they first started recording, he had just kind of, you know, gotten done with the, they're right in the middle of that campaign. But like, the when end, it was he looked five years, awful. Vaping? So God, yep. he was so messed out. Oh, uh, <laughs> that was the perfect illustration of that whole documentary is a perfect illustration why you should never do meth that should be allegedly. shown allegedly allegedly yeah, yeah. right allegedly <laughs> yeah. well you know a few of them admit to it so yeah but i mean you know campaign manager dude uh he was a likable fellow too he was very he was likeable. okay so we've we've gotten to it we're gonna talk about the two main characters um we'll start with first carol <laughs> Um, <laughs> you mean that, you know what, Carol Baskin? This is a family I'm pod. Trying, um, I'm trying not to go there, but that's the only thing I can think of. Sometimes, maybe several parts of the day, I just want to shout out loud. You know what, that? <laughs> yeah, Carol Baskin. <laughs> that that person, uh, Carol Baskin. All right, so Amber, you own cats, so yes. you are the uh, obviously closest uh, to Carol. Um, Oh, God, don't even put me, like, in that ballpark, Joe. I'm not in the stadium, okay? Your like, thoughts on Carol uh, Epping Baskins? I was like, I, I thought when she first came across the screen and had her first little bit, I'm like, this woman is out of her mind. Like, she is legitimate. First, you think Joe is crazy, and then they interview Carol, and you're like, all right, you're the quiet crazy. Right. Um, and when you say you've never – the, the meat grinder is too small. Makes me totally believe you've tried to stick your hand in the meat grinder. <laughs> you just didn't hand. eyeball it. Stick Somebody it in, hand. Yeah. in the meat grinder. But I, I was like, okay, so basically you're still charging people to come see these animals, but you're just not talking the cubs around. Okay, cool. Um, but really, I just, I did not like her. I'm a cat person. Y'all know I got felines. And I can't tell you how many times I've had to talk Austin out of, we do not need an ocelot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but after I watched that, I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to get labeled as insane. So, because I got more sense than anybody on this show. I mean, good God. I'm also, I could be in Mensa <laughs> compared to that. But no, I don't believe a word that comes out of that woman's mouth. I think she's a special kind of crazy to ride around on her bike with her flound with her flower halo and talk about how she does all this good and wear her cheetah print. And I'm like, talk about tacky and spending all your money in the wrong spot. But whatever. Uh, Amber? Mm. Allegedly. Did allegedly. She do it? Hell yeah. <laughs> it's Florida and it's like South Carolina. If you can't find a way to dispose of a body in, and you know, we better be very careful because she apparently sues the pants off everybody. Right, so, allegedly. <laughs> obviously we're talking about this for comedic uh right purposes and entertainment purposes. and the fact that the fact that kate mckinnon is playing her in the net in the right. netflix movie tells you a little bit about also carol if you're listening come on the pod yeah i'd love to yeah. have her hey we'll, we'll we'll talk dave what do you think carol baskin all right that beat carol baskins 
she started it all. I think if, you know, if she wouldn't have taunted old Joe, Joe would be still running his zoo today. You know, I think. Oh, for sure. You know, well, and of course. And Jeff, can, yeah. Can favorite. we just say something like just a little aside here? Mm-hmm. Not to downplay coronavirus and everything that's happening, but those kinds of people are going to be who's around when the apocalypse is done. Okay. Every, if you survived working at Joe Exotic Zoo and you were there in that clan of and people, and you're eating uh, Walmart meat, you're eating uh, Walmart the, meat. One, one you're immune. Two, you shoot guns all the time. Three, you out in the middle of nowhere. But for, I'm telling you, that's the kind of people that that's why The Walking Dead is so fascinating. You're saying Joe Exotic will inherit the earth after his 20 years. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. This indoor cat right here, no. Mm-mm. I'm gone. Uh, Dane, thoughts on uh, Carol? So, Sorry. you know, Carol's one of those people between the sardine oil comment, the oh, meat God. grinder comment, the, you know, disappearance of her husband even though i'd love to defend carol in a trial because there is absolutely no forensic trace or physical or physical evidence she should not be found guilty in any way shape or form whether it may not austin joseph and i were talking about that before you joined the video conference call my first thing would be like i already had him declared dead and by the way prove when he died fool (laughs) like if you can't prove when he died I mean, there's just, there's no way she could be convicted no. under the burden of proof. Now, None. in my opinion, allegedly based on circumstantial evidence, certainly doesn't look good that right before he's murdered, there's an order of protection that was sought where he said, she said she would kill me. And, yeah. and it, it told But, you know, on the flip side of that, from a defense attorney standpoint, everybody else had reasons to lie. They had access to grind. Mm-hmm. I mean, that family, she was the other woman. She was the home record. They hate her guts. All the business right. knew that, you know, that essentially her husband was their gravy train and she was going to cut them out of all that money. And so yeah. if it happened the way they say they did, then where's the evidence? Then, you know, right. why don't we have any forensic evidence? Why Look don't we have any trace evidence? Why don't we have any physical evidence? If it so happened if the way they say they did. If you're I'm listening to this... Yeah in uh florida and they have reopened I'm about the to go case. Pro Hog i'm going down say, they've reopened the case carol call dane dane already has his opening statement written out um, Pro bono. <laughs> can you imagine like paneling that jury <laughs> after you get all the basics down you'd be like so have any of you ever watched the netflix or heard of the netflix series right. Tiger King? <laughs> do any of you know what a meme is <laughs> I had to Google what is a Prince Albert with my safe search. Oh, God. I didn't know what that was. Sure. Um, (laughs) Did you find out? Yes. Okay. (laughs) And for the, y'all, y'all can't see Amber's face. Um, She looks crestfallen. Kids, kids, don't Google Prince. Don't Google that. No, don't. don't. I will say. I mean, it didn't have pictures, but just the description and the way he like (laughs) pulled up his pants. I'm like, oh, that's so gross. So moving on. Um, I will say that, uh, the, the, y'all said everything that I would say about Carol effing Baskin. You go after Joe. Tell us, tell us. Okay. Well, all right. I'll, 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 I'll I'll start with Joe, but my one thing on Carol is when they started interviewing all the people who really like Carol Baskin 
it's all the people who I thought would really like Carol Baskin. Yeah, <laughs> they all looked exactly like the people who would I thought would like Carol Baskin. And you know, if you like Carol Baskin, that's fine. But I yeah. bet you, if you like Carol Baskin, you look exactly like those people on this show. So. Yep. That was the least surprising thing. Well, that was the third least surprising thing to me. The second least surprising thing was, hey, we're all going to get together and meet at Applebee's because people <laughs> look like a bunch of Applebee's people. And the first least surprising thing was, uh, yes, and I provided him meth because <laughs> come on, I've, I've seen the show. <laughs> That's so, pretty obvious. <laughs> Joe Exotic. Um, obviously a disgrace to Joe's everywhere. Um, I am of the opinion <laughs> that he needs to be in a jail for what he allegedly did. Well, I guess it's adjudicated for what a jury found that he did. That's the stuff that he has been charged with. Like, I can, just for what we saw in the video, we've got obstruction of justice, destruction allegedly. of evidence, allegedly, allegedly, all allegedly. No, no, no. I'll There's got to the be some sort of money laundering, allegedly, allegedly. or tax fraud, allegedly. Um, definitely, I don't know how OSHA and all up in there, quite frankly. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, okay, so if, they, if they went after SeaWorld, how in the hell did they not go I, after Joe Exotic? I want to get y'all's opinions. I've always hated this in federal court, as you saw with the, you know, superseding uh, indictment, where mm -hmm. this is a murder for hire case, yet they're now going to go after me on cruelty to you know, all these animal yep. charges of desecration of, you know, endangered species. And, you know, at some point, there is a, a tipping point for a jury to be like, all right, this is enough. He's been accused of enough bad stuff. It's, you know, the same 403 type analysis if you, you know, trying for law, the law students out there. I mean, at some point, it's like, how do I have a fair trial when they've accused me of so many different things that are Spaghetti unrelated? Spaghetti against the wall. That's right. People, they should, I mean, I've always felt like it should be separate trials, but that's just not how it's done. So uh, for those of you who watched the show or remembered, Joe was found guilty in 2019 for paying a hitman $3,000, um, two counts of uh, that. He, he also had various counts, what Dan's referring to, of um, animal abuse related charges for killing um, five. five different tigers. His defense, of course, was that he humanely euthanized those tigers. Uh, Dane, I mean, there's nothing illegal about a prosecutor doing that, right? Like they can. No, no, no they in, in federal court, there's absolutely nothing illegal about it. I mean, that's that's, you know, what the tool they get to use to, you know, steamroll people. That's the government being the government. And so, you know, that's just one of the things they get to do to just ensure they get a conviction. And, uh, is that whether, oh, and so that's the thing. I think he actually probably was set up on the murder for hire. And I think he was guilty uh, based on what they kind of showed on the on, on some of the other charges based on mm -hmm. the testimony of the worker. So I think you had some charges that he probably was innocent of and some charges he was probably guilty of. And mm -hmm. yet they all get thrown in together, which is to me, it's just a, it's a disservice to, to the system and a fair trial. But that's again, that's the system that we have. Hey, you, you wouldn't have been able about, to use those in state court. Like that wouldn't have happened in state court. They would have had, uh, you know, you'd have made a motion for severance and you'd had separate trials in state court. Okay. That was my question that I was getting ready to ask. Um, you know, how did you all feel about his uh, lawyer basically telling him to burn down his uh, building? Oh my Lord. Well, if you actually, uh, I went down the rabbit hole of, 
that uh, the Honorable Boogie Coble had shared a, <laughs> a link uh, that had all this additional information about the show and shared it with our podcast. And I went down the rabbit hole a little bit. You know, Joe might have not actually set that fire. The crazy producer guy burned down his house. You know, they had the video where it looked like him sort of with the hat. Mm-hmm. Apparently, when he went back home and had his breakdown and all that stuff, he burned his house down too. <gasps> we gotta, we gotta or someone burned his house down, allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. Somebody off fires the fires in this show. Listed that he burned, burned down his house. I I saw that. Um, yeah. Uh, did you all see that uh, Joe is asking for a presidential pardon? And our leadership probably would consider that for the I'm, ratings. I'm quoting. I'm quoting uh, his Facebook page. He says, "I know, talking to uh, the president, I know by seeing your passion and conviction guarding our rights that this, referring to his trial." isn't what you meant by your belief to let's make America great again. Oh God. So, Hey, part two, Netflix. Um, so, what, what, the real question, <laughs> would you be shocked if he received a part? No, absolutely not. Absolutely I, expect not. I expect it. Oh yeah. Like a hundred, that's what I'm saying. hundred percent. We what? got him on the, it, we, you know, he's on the Rose garden, you know, shaking oh, hands. Yeah. When this epidemic is over, um, Oh, exotic will be on the campaign trail. Um, you know. But he has done a lot of good for a lot of people because of this documentary. That you know, I think there were some people in a pit of despair who's been lifted out of lifted out of it by the documentary. So he gets some points. Our for that. podcast. And Andy yeah. did. Andy didn't. He did get nineteen percent of the vote when he ran for governor. Mm. So, that so, in itself is disturbing. I'm going to give the people of Oklahoma a little bit of credit. I did some research on this. He got 19% of the Oklahoma Libertarian primary, not the actual vote. Thank God. Oklahoma Libertarian people, 19% may have been one guy. So could have been like, yeah, three guys. Yeah. Yeah. So shout out to Eric and his family for voting for Joe. (laughs) Whatever it is. Um, Okay. So Dane. You talked about, I, I, I'd written down on, on my notes for the show, and you actually covered how you would defend Carol. Uh, you kind of talked about how you would defend Joe. Um, if Joe came to you and was asking for legal advice uh, regarding his uh, upcoming trial for uh, prepping or for, for um, paying a hitman $3,000, which, by the way, that's a really good deal. It's a cheap. Uh, yeah, it's it, ma'am. Uh, Dane, what do you tell uh, tell Joe to defend him? <sighs> Shut up. Well, quit talking. <laughs> Other so than that, first, first, I got to get that power tie from <laughs> Cheryl's uh, <laughs> husband. It was it was a white tie with multicolored uh, polka dots. So I got first mm-hmm. steal his power tie, channel his energy, and then I think if you know if we're trying to be serious, I think you know. The basic answer is always, you know, you got two rules. The first rule is you say unequivocally, I want a lawyer. And the second rule is I'm not answering any questions till I speak with a lawyer. And, you know, you, that advice doesn't change whether you have counsel or not. You just throw in the lawyer's name. If we mm-hmm. want to go full Joe Exotic, I think you go on the offensive and you, he goes on a PR campaign 
uh, Bernie, you know, essentially attacking everybody and anybody's credibility mm -hmm. that's uh, related to him by basically spilling all their dirt. Basically, if they're going to pull you down, uh, you know, bottom line is, I think what I assume he did, and if he didn't do, he should have immediately started snitching on everybody and tried to get yeah. a downward departure of his sentence. And so I think the first thing we would have done, and realistically, is we would have ran him in there, sat down, spilled the beans on every bit of illegal operation that he knows, and tried to get as much cooperation, downward departure credit as possible, and try to save as many years as we could, knowing kind of what the ultimate outcome would be. Mm -hmm. Amber, my legal question for you. Yes. Is, is a gay polygamist couple legal? No. <laughs> um, and, and I had some questions as to when they got married. It wasn't really clear in the show when all that happened because I went based on when that happened. I'm not sure when the Supreme Court decision came down legalizing gay marriage. So, A, gay, the initial marriage could not have, could have been argued to have been illegal if that had not been passed unless Oklahoma had passed another act. But polygamy is just across the board no <laughs> you just can't do it um it's gay or not it doesn't matter mm -hmm. uh but i was curious i was curious about the timeline but then when they got into the polygamy part i was like okay this is totally just for show because that, that ain't sticking that's that's why you had the little i don't know who she was notary picked her up off the street I, the little woman that <laughs> <laughs> the ceremony i mean how do you outshine joe she was just like something on the wall we haven't talked about the eulogy oh, oh my god about the i don't know that we can talk about the eulogy we, on a family podcast but we my goodness with his mama right there mm -hmm. like and and the best <laughs> that is that he started singing and clearly it wasn't his voice and it's come out since that it wasn't his voice but like dude you're gonna do that right then you want to get mm -hmm. some pub for oh, oh it's the worst he's got one of the top five diss tracks of all time with here kitty kitty that was a very good carol look alike i was like oh snap. that was that was pretty good the um, best diss track ever i don't know i, I, name, I was a, name a better one okay better. honestly Tupac's hit him up. I knew it was going to be Tupac. <laughs> Ice Cube, no Vaseline. Okay. Nas Ether. Jay-Z uh, Takeover. And number five, Justin Timberlake's, uh, what's the one against Britney Spears? Um, oh, Cry Me a River. Cry Me a River. That is a great diss track. That, that wins is. as far as R&B diss tracks. Mm -hmm. So, I would put those. No, Biggie. Of, nah, Biggie's Biggie wasn't. He, I, I, Tupac diss track over Biggie's. Um, okay. Because Tupac's, if you listen to that song, he talks about how he had sex with Biggie's wife and that he like it's brutal. Um, mm -hmm. So anyway, <laughs> those are those are my top five. Although here, Kitty Kitty was legit, and none of them had a. Uh, a, a stand in like the man yeah. had feces in his hand mm -hmm. here in the video it it was uh crazy okay so we we've covered a lot and, of time by the way i just parked at 
at the jail. I was about to ask you when you'd have to get out because it's 840. Yeah, yeah, so I just parked at the jail. Uh, got a bond hearing at nine o'clock uh, and that's at night. <laughs> so right. at, at so, the jail, uh, risking my life for, for justice out here. We'll, we'll wrap this up. All right, so as we, if there's one thing we haven't mentioned, one moment, one uh, person, one thing that we haven't talked about that we need to include uh, on the podcast, what is it? I'll go first, just to give you an example. The dude who was in that chair who worked for Joe, who was filling up the uh, gas tanks with, you know, smoking a cigarette, filling up gas tanks in a room. Oh, the long-haired guy? Long-haired dude. Mm -hmm. Shout out to him because, man, like, that dude gives no craps about anything. Like, you, I, I, you I respect took, that man. You took, you took you took the person right out of. I mean, that's exactly <laughs> where I was going. Mm-hmm. So he reminds me of a lot of people. That's Eric Cowie. That, that I go. went to high school. That I went to high school with, who would be at a pool hall in West Columbia right now. Shout out to <laughs> where I grew up. I'm just saying, Friday night you go to a pool hall, real kind of small little place. You probably find a couple Eric's in there. I'm telling yeah. you, I'm just going to say they're out there. Those are salt-of-the-earth people. Mm-hmm. Amber, what about you? I have the cast list in front of me, and I don't know how this man didn't get more screen time. Mark Thompson, Joe's bodyguard. Oh, yes. The guy that had the canine T-shirt on? Like, yes. really, I, I have a lot of questions for that man. <laughs> well, look. A lot. We, got to be NDA. Look, I... Yeah, we can go on and on. We have not talked about uh, Howard, um, Carol's husband, who... Sleep with one eye open. I'm just saying, allegedly. Allegedly. (laughs) This dude was in the picture on a leash on episode three, (laughs) and then episode four was trying to tell us about best business practices. Dude, get the hell out of here. Come on. (laughs) Come on. So, uh, look, we could go on and on, but we wanted to have a episode with a little bit of levity. we're going to have some other uh, random episodes uh, to, to kind of keep ourselves sane, hopefully entertain you. Um, but if you enjoyed what you hear, remember, you can always follow me at Joseph P. Bias, follow Amber at Red Judicata, Red Judicata follow Dane at SC Crim Lawyer, and then follow the podcast on Facebook and Twitter um, at SC Law Pod. Uh, it's been a blast to do this. It's been a blast to talk to human beings. Mm-hmm. And um, we will uh, be back soon um, with the next episode of uh, the Direct Examination Podcast. So bye for now. And be bye, safe. Bye, y'all. Stay safe. Yeah.